Overthink with us. Episode one: The Perfect Image. Hey guys, welcome to Overthink with Us by the Internet Club of TISKL. We wanted to create this in conjunction with our International Understanding Day event. More info about that will be posted very soon. So keep your eyes peeled. You can find all the info on our Instagram at interact underscore tiskl. We're hosting this podcast for teenagers to have a platform to talk about beauty standards, which is the main theme of our event. A lot of people, specifically teens, are affected by the unrealistic expectations of society. Barely anyone talks about it and how it affects us. So we wanted to create a place where we could talk openly about these issues. Today, we will be talking about some of those beauty standards and try to figure out where they come from and how they affect us. I'm your host Ernita, and I'm joined by my co-host. Sophia, Andre, and Alyssa. On today's episode, The Perfect Image, we'll be talking about some of the debatable aspects of beauty standards, like how different people perceive different standards, you know, like it means different things to different people from different cultures and different nations. So, but I think one of one of the things that is very prominent everywhere throughout the world is the difference in male versus female body standard and how we perceive it. I feel like we talk a lot about how beauty standards, like such as like being skinny and like clear skin, affect women and how it affects their mental health and body. But when it comes to men, we kind of don't talk, have that conversation that often. It's ignored. But I'm sure that I'm not sure. I know that affects a lot of men as well. So I think one of the first things that I wanted to talk about on the podcast was the male versus female disparity. The, the, and the reason why that we don't really talk about male body standards is from the fact of the male mindset and how like we're supposed to be manly and like, hold it in. Yeah. Talk about it and that talking about it shows your weakness. And it's always that um, they try to find ways to laugh it off. If let, let's say I'm yeah. talking to my friends and like we're we're like having a normal conversation and like there's always the it, we always bring it up and like like almost almost jo- like jokingly like almost body shame the other person yeah but because of society nowadays that's just considered normal and yeah. you're just you're supposed to you feel like you have to laugh it off even though like it shouldn't be like this and that even uh, even men have like these um have issues with them with their bodies and self-esteem yeah yeah definitely i feel like it's so expected for guys to be like fit not necessarily buff but definitely fit and you can't be like fat and if you're fat then that's a joke that you're constantly bullied especially if you're a teenager in school (laughs) like we see it every day right yeah if you're you're not fit you're gonna get bullied even if it's your friends and they're joking I've yeah. seen like tons of guys that have like rapidly lost weight, like you know, oh. over like winter break, and they come back into mm-hmm. school the next, and you're like, concerningly, exactly. Bit, you know, they've definitely lost weight, and like, while if they do it from the self for themselves, that's definitely um something good, but like, you know, yeah, and a it's drastic like, change in weight. 
it's really it's usually like bad and it's, Sorry, and it's so bad because um these expectations are so pushed upon guys like they need to be fit and they need to be like super muscular and you know that v body that yeah. sometimes they go to like the extreme measures yeah, have yeah, you seen like the, this, have you seen the reverse burrito body where it's like you have to have really broad shoulders. Yeah. You've seen like, those videos it, online where these, these kids, these teenagers, like they're lifting like multiple times their body weight. And it's like, it yeah. which is healthy, harmful for their growth, especially for kids. Like, especially if they're really young. Yeah, because it might yeah. stunt your growth. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like movies have a lot to do as well with this expectation yeah. because definitely 30-year-olds like, are playing like 16-year-olds in movie like like in Riverdale exactly. and like Teen Wolf. How, like, then, like that's how like the younger generation perceives like teens. Exactly. Oh, is that how I'm supposed to look like? But it's like real in reality, it's no, that's a 30-year-old man. Like it's like yeah. conditioning your mind like, for the unrealistic oh, every single TV show it's like based around the high school life but it, the cast is like 30 40 year olds like they've had a lot of time to build their body and it kind of sets the expectations for like 12 year olds watching the show oh, that that's how you're supposed to look really unrealistic yeah mm-hmm. and then yeah. it's always even uh the like like the nerds like they're casted as they're supposed to be yeah. underdogs supposed to be the like not the unpopular kid in school and then there's this super ripped guys that like just so unrealistic and if people start to think if that's what the nerd's supposed to look like like what's the what's the normal person what am i yeah supposed no to one's look ugly like? everyone yeah, exactly everyone yeah yeah of like you know what high school is what you're supposed to and it definitely like harms your mindset and your self-esteem growing up because you're like i'm not like that i'm not what a man is supposed to look like they don't realize it until like much later because it's so ingrained in their brain. yeah like, mm. that's the danger of it because like i i realized that men beauty sense is like the body standards for guys it's been constant since like forever you know yeah like, women's body standards they change every forever changing, so actually. so often so obviously this this standard is like deeply ingrained to all of our minds because it's I been like, like around for forever said, like toxic masculinity plays a very very big role when it comes yeah. to how men perceive their bodies like when for IU we had to write the script and we wanted to have both a male and a female perspective and when we were writing the male perspective one of the things that we found was that if you look into it especially for teenagers when you look into why they're insecure and how how their insecurity came to be it's usually because society has nurtured them to be this person like you're a man, you're supposed to be able to at least like carry heavy things or, you know, play a sport, which is kind of something that's not pushed upon women, you know? Toxic masculinity definitely builds the base for yeah. an unhealthy like mindset towards your body. Yeah, like if you want to lift weights at, that, at this age or you want to work out and play a sport, that's fine, but you shouldn't be expected to and you shouldn't be expected to be ripped like a 30-year-old, you know? <laughs> yeah. But then with 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 girls like you you can talk to your friends and your friends like they're you can talk to them they're going through the same things you can like have these like girl talks mm. and like like these yeah. they just the support system support system yeah they always yeah help you out. that's definitely lacking for yeah with mm. with Ben it's definitely lacking it's hard to talk hard to talk about um these issues like your body hard like it just can't 
Yeah, because they just think that yeah. you're you're too soft or something, right? Yeah, yeah. that's such a pity because I'm pretty sure every single one, like everyone, goes through that stage, right? Like we, like women go through that stage, and men do as well. And it's so, it's a bad thing. It's, <laughs> it's a crappy thing that you don't have, get to have a support system. But you know, that being said, like we're not erasing how the harm it does to women's mental health yeah. and their eating habits, you know, because Like yeah. Sophia said a few minutes ago, it's ever changing. The body standard is never the same. It's crazy. Like over the past 10 years, even we've seen a great difference, right? You go from that 2000s like skinny, low waist jeans mm-hmm. body to like Kylie Jenner, hourglass, like thick thighs, but like skinny waist, you know. And I feel like now in the era of TikTok, we're going back to that like 90s, yeah, body standard. Thousands, Y2K ish. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I have a feeling it just rotates every decade. Rotates. Yeah. yeah. So it's like you have to change how you want your body to be because you want it to fit into that box, right? It's fine. And it's always like... Yeah. I feel like, especially like, okay, because I brought up TikTok era, right? TikTok. Mm-hmm. It's like... TikTok oh. is so <laughs> harmful. The uh, scope of TikTok, it's so widespread. Like it can either be you're part of that like very accepting environment It depends where yeah. your for you page takes you, right? Or you can end up in a very toxic environment of like skinny people going like, "I'm too fat," and, like you yeah. know. Yeah. But I think something that's very common, like regardless of the content and the video you watch, is the comments. Like if someone is, if you're a skinny person. Like I'm not not even skinny, right? Like if you're fit, if you don't physically look like you're overweight or something, mm. the comments will be filled like, "I'm not gonna eat today," or like. Like and it's so normalized. It's so, it's so like, normalized. It's really bad, especially like since these kids are like no, they're kids. Like, mm-hmm. um, as someone who has a bit of a following, a bit of a following, um, <laughs> a bit, a bit. But as I go through um, stuff on my for you page, I see like you know these girls who are you know skinny by genetics. They're genetically mm-hmm. skinny. They're yeah, you know, and they can't they can't help. Um, looking like that, right? And I see the comments, and some of the comments are going like, "Oh, um, my parents had one job. Why can't I look like this? You mm-hmm. are making me incredibly insecure." Yeah. Basically, projecting their insecurities onto the poor person, the creator of the video, which yeah. is kind of harmful because one, obviously, they are not responsible for anybody's triggers, mm-hmm. yeah, because that's how they look. What are they gonna do? If that's yeah. how they're born, and I feel like um, because of that, when people, when kids see that, especially because like kids are commenting that, but if pe- if other kids see that, they're like, oh, is this how I'm supposed to look like? Or people yeah. are like, kind of idolizing this kind of body. I think I should look like that too, because there are also a lot of like uh, accounts on TikTok that are dedicated to like losing weight, like a journey of losing mm-hmm. weight, yeah, in healthy ways, and they document it, and they're like tons of followers following these kind of pages, which is kind of concerning really really concerning yeah and then there's like yeah. TikTok is super fat fat phobic because like i've seen oh, videos of just these like these regular tiktoks like not not even related to anything and then there's some these, these kids like they're duetting it and then they're like saying these like really offensive jokes about is how like harmful no i mean like they're so rude nowadays yeah they're so rude and then they always get like i see them getting two million likes all the comments are like Oh my god, this kid is like carrying TikTok. And I'm like, it's 
you're not just supposed rude. to be rude. Yeah. Promoting, I, yeah. Promoting, Why uh, do you have the need to comment on somebody else's yeah. body? You know? And I feel like, like that itself, is very normalized. Yeah. TikTok itself like, is tic- really toxic. No, like TikTok itself has brought up so many different insecurities. Like, you know, no. you know, like the inverted face challenge and then oh, looking at your side. Yeah. And then like looking at your side profile and then looking at your like back profile even. Like it, it's every so month, you know, it's like crazy. Doesn't you like friend to like somehow like make people feel insecure? Like you don't need exactly. a, you don't need like a perfectly symmetrical face to be pretty. You don't need Yeah, exactly. You don't need a side profile or whatever you know and it really brings up so much like insecurity and low self-esteem amongst people and even some of the beauty standards like hip dips are something that you can't even you know change that's literally your bone structure yeah you know something really interesting about hip dips like when we were figuring out what to talk about on the podcast right one of the first things that came to my mind was hip dips because like you know because i've had a hip dip since i was like what i don't know 11 or 12 and you don't realize that that's something that's undesirable per se yeah, yeah. so you're on social media so i was like okay yeah like i didn't really give like i didn't care you know so you're on social media and then everyone's like obsessed with getting rid of hip dips or like how to like you start working out and if you go onto that place of yeah. like youtube where it's just workout videos they'll constantly tell you like oh how to get rid of hip dips or how to get like perfect abs mm-hmm. in like a week you know it's just so yeah. unhealthy and like the and the whole flat stomach thing as well. So like, you know, the Y2K aesthetic where you're supposed to have a flat stomach. Mm-hmm. And it's honestly a bit unrealistic. Like, obviously, if you have the genes of a flat stomach, you have like a flat stomach. Mm-hmm. But, but most honestly, women, you know, that you have organs, pouch organs. is because you have a uterus. And I didn't yeah, even know exactly. this like so recently, which is so harmful because, I don't know, it's just not talked about that your uterus is literally like, you know, sticks your stomach right. out of it. You not, have to have a bump. Like, literally this. your organs. Exactly. Because, yeah. like, people who pose, like, with those, like, low-waist jeans and stuff, like, mm-hmm. it's definitely the angle. They definitely don't look like that. Or if they yeah, do, yeah. It's, it's definitely not completely flat. There's, it's like, definitely not completely flat. Social media. The angles, like, the angles and stuff. And you don't editing. know what you're looking at if that's actually what they look like angles editing everything like i feel like social media especially for kids nowadays right it definitely expect like changes how we see ourselves but social media is basically a lie you never know what you're looking at everything is edited everything has a yeah everything is always the highlights and Mm -hmm. all the good parts you don't really know the behind the scenes of what you took to get that picture you put the best part of yourself on the internet why would you like you know. It's not a true reflection of who the person is or how they look like or anything. Yeah, but I think the main difference here is that when it comes to women, we at least talk about it. Like there are influencers who will yeah. who will actually go out and talk about it. Like on TikTok and Instagram, who will talk about like you shouldn't be doing this to yourself. Like I've been through this stage. Like I'm a grown up and but and I know what like you shouldn't be allowing yourself to fall prey to these kind of things. But that's just not there for men. I was like, yeah, you have yet to see a male influencer go and say that, right? I think that's the main difference here. Or maybe yeah, and even celebrities, they always post their um, workout photos, like, oh, just, just got the new gains and stuff. And whenever, <laughs> as a guy, I look at that, I'm like, I, I always feel like I should drop whatever I'm doing and some weight. Oh, and I always like want to meet the standard that is set by society. Yeah. It's yeah. always, it's never going to be enough. That's the 
the problem. It's never gonna be enough. That's that's true. It'll never be enough. For, regardless if you're a boy or a girl, it'll change a little bit. Yeah, but I've, it will still I've change. seen like these really fit guys already like have the bod that I want, and then they still mm-hmm. like still trying to find nitpick nitpick things about it. themselves. Yeah. Yeah. Feel, you know? It proves it proves that that even if you get the body that you want, you're still gonna find things about yourself. So there's no perfect body. Yeah, you know? there's no perfect yeah. body. It's useless to find try to find it. Useless. Once you get to what was supposed to be your ideal body, you'll find something else that you want. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Which is why, like, self acceptance and like self love is so important. Because if without that, you're just gonna keep on, you know, chasing for more, and that's just gonna leave you in, in like an endless cycle. It's really yeah, horrible, you have to yeah. like learn to accept that, like, this is what your like my body looks like, and it's yeah. fine, and I don't have to look like someone else, and I don't have to be. Like the person I saw on my like Instagram explore, you know, yeah, that's who they are, and if that makes them happy, like working out that much, yeah. and, like having such a restricted diet, if that's what makes them happy, that's what makes them happy. You have to, yeah, you have to look inward and see what makes you happy, and decide because you want we to really have to remember that everyone's bodies is, like are different, and all our genes are different. Even if we follow like the same meal plan, the same workout, our bodies will still end up different. different you know, yeah. yeah. I feel like that was just a topic that we all felt passionately about so we wanted to discuss on our Instagram we sent out a Google forum of questions that they wanted us to talk about we got a few questions and that we felt were very interesting and we actually wanted to discuss one of the questions that I personally really liked was does Instagram distort our vision of body and beauty standards and how I think we definitely went into that just now yeah yeah. there's definitely more to discuss here now it's not it doesn't show doesn't show reality it's basically mm. a, a perfect almost perfect world where you choose what you can show and like you you can face tune or you can edit and you can yeah just make, and, make yourself the most perfect that you can and that's not really a bad thing within itself like face tune and like plastic surgery and making yourself look better but i think it's more of the lack of transparency of it if you, you know because yeah. if you don't admit to plastic surgery and if you don't admit to yourself photoshopping your pictures like the audience will think that that's you in your mm-hmm. natural state and then they'll try to achieve that because they think it's achievable when really it's, it's not it's like artificial so you know it's a, it's a really really false expectation for a lot of people especially like the vulnerable people on social yeah. media I feel like if you want to do that for yourself, like you want to feel good. So like, if you don't like your nose, you want to get a nose job and that's fine. But I don't see the reason why people hide it. Yeah. Sorry, did you want to say something? Like, they go out of their way to hide it and be like, yeah. oh, like, oh, this is natural. Like when it so clearly isn't, I feel like that shouldn't be. The that's case. the problem. Like. Yeah. Because like, it's fine if you get plastic surgery, right? Like no one's going to shame you for it. But saying that you naturally have that perfect like every single ideal feature is just puts other people down you know maybe not adults exactly. but definitely for kids yeah and what like, you said just like, now that you don't think those would get shamed there are people out there actually no. who would change and that's the problem right is that it uh it's like there's a lack of transparency which is a problem but also mm-hmm. society doesn't let you be transparent because if you reveal yourself as like um, you, you have plastic surgery, 
then like everyone's gonna be like oh you're not natural you're fake and like um which is so too... weird because, because yeah, exactly this, you're expected to be that pretty naturally but then when someone comes out about the fact that this is how they look like but it is not natural people are like oh why so yeah, yeah you can literally never win you, it, there is yeah. no winning there is no winning on social media which is more reason why you should never follow those trends yeah because no one's ever gonna be happy with what you do like if you're not naturally pretty you'll get made fun of and you'll become a meme or something but yeah, if you but get plastic you... surgery nonetheless they're gonna find old pictures of you and still make you into a meme there's you know? no way you can win what you do at all which just like further ec- emphasizes the importance of just accepting your body and like, your looks because you're never yeah. going to win with society it's either definitely way. the journey it definitely is yeah it definitely That's is definitely it's not, not easy an easy task yeah like not loving yourself and loving your body because no. to answer the question obviously social media definitely distorts your definitely. vision of your body and like beauty itself and that struggle of getting to like self-acceptance and self-love to the point where you don't that doesn't bother you anymore is definitely an uphill battle so hard and sadly a lot of people don't make that journey right yeah yeah but to get straight to the point for the question right yeah in social media awful for your like Awful, yeah, yeah. Like, if you can't handle that just delete social media honestly because yeah. it'll just mess with your head even more sometimes you just have to quit to like take a break you just know? have to have a bit of a cleanse you know yeah. get, like that. get away from it <laughs> like something adults say and like teenagers are like oh my god it's such a like stupid thing to say because we're so <laughs> reliant on social media you have a point you have a point they really do Yeah. I've taken so many social media cleanses and it's definitely helped a lot. Same, but you I need like, the strength so to be able to yeah. do that. I can. Like it's really Because <laughs> we become like our generation especially, right? Like people who are like 16 or 17 now. We've been on social media since we were like what 10, 11, yeah, crazy yeah. amount of time. Yeah, I remember following Sophia on Instagram. <laughs> Yeah, you're like three or something. Yeah. And when I made an Instagram, I was always asking people, whoever, uh, whoever, whenever I met them, could you follow me? Could you follow me? <laughs> yeah. We've been on it for some time. Yeah. We've been on it for some time. We've been on it for yeah. so long, but like it, yeah. we, we can't imagine life without it. So we, we've, we've become, especially like us, right? We're so reliant on it We're that taking on, a yeah. break is like a ridiculous idea. It's hard. You know, you become addicted to yeah. it. That's like, I feel like I sound like a mom giving a lecture to their kids. But it's true, <laughs> you know. So it, it is true. It is true. Yeah, it's it's definitely something that like has affected like majority of kids that have been online since like very young. Yeah. yeah, social media. The the outbreak of social media since outbreak of social media. There's been an increase, a huge increase in depression, social anxiety, and like all these yeah. stuff. And then it and then. It's like it's oh, it stems from social media. Social media, despite mm-hmm. being so addictive, it it may, it catches you in a cycle. Like you can't stop, but by continuing social media, you get these unhealthy standards for yourself, and you start to think worse and worse and worse about yourself. You get exactly. More yeah. It's not all bad. It's not what we're saying, but definitely the impact it has, the negatives sometimes really do outweigh the positives 
and you have to know like you have to know yourself well enough to know when you need to get away yeah you and can... if you really can't you know stay away from social media just unfollow the people that make you really insecure i think that helps a lot to cleanse your feed in general that yes you know on tiktok like we just said the comments are awful Awful. Don't go commenting on someone else's post because they're making you feel bad about yourself. Just unfollow them. They're living their best life. Let them do it. Doesn't yeah. matter. <laughs> like you can it's very easy to select what you see on your Instagram feed. Maybe not your explore or your for you page, but your following and what comes up on your feed on Instagram. It's really easy to control. So do yourself a favor and if you if looking at someone is constantly making you question yourself just unfollow them. Yeah. Yeah, like me I used to have this Instagram full of group guys. And I was like one day I had enough. So, now my Instagram is all the memes and basketball. <laughs> yeah. See. Put your interests on social media, like your, your interest, favorite show, whatever. your favorite game like mm. Make that yeah. social media more fun that way as well. Yeah, the next question is quite possibly my favorite question that we've gotten. <laughs> is pretty privilege real? <laughs> oh, I have so much to say. Guys, it think? definitely it's is. Not. To answer it, like you know, it definitely Fun is thing. real. Yeah, yeah, apparently, I think so. Very much is. Very much is. Yeah, it definitely is real. Yeah. To like answer it bluntly. Because if you okay. compare like, uh, things that pretty pretty girls do, like they make fun of boys and like, the well, boys not are pretty like, girls. It's pretty like pretty people in general. Pretty people in general, yeah. They always like, and then the people pretty brush people. it off as like, oh, he's pretty, he's allowed to do that. But then if another mm. person, regular person, does Especially it, if they're, they're gonna get, yeah. if they're gonna they get blasted. They do stuff they do because they're pretty. It's a bit, you know, weird. Because yeah. What? People, yeah, I just... think especially like proof lies with TikTok. Oh TikTokers. yes, that pretty privilege is. So they fun. do the bare the minimum. TikTok is like going viral for like your face, you know. Yeah, like it the doesn't... high pals have an Instagram, like Netflix show or something. For what? All they do is like dance, not that greatly in front of a camera, and it's just because some people, most people, think they're hot, they get away with it. Exactly. Like TikTokers, most of them is literally just evidence of free privilege. Their whole careers. Are I feel like based I'm going to take like a bullet here yeah, yeah. because I do yeah. have a TikTok account and I do post myself dancing. No, no, no. It's not like you. You dance like hard, a lot. Right? But like, no, you dance like that's something you do as like an extracurricular, right? But I'm talking about like I don't know if you haven't been on TikTok in a long time. But like Addison, say, like, Ray. Addison Ray, Bryce Hall. <laughs> what is their like? What what is their platform based on? Like Bryce what, Hall what? literally just shakes he's been, his like, he's private been, like, scandals. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and they have been in a lot of scandals, like and especially still, during COVID. Still, you know, they're, they're still going still, strong. Yeah, they're They've got they're, Netflix they're, shows they're coming. They still have a platform. They still have a platform. They have. Fans. Have you seen Addison's new music video? Oh my god! No, like she makes music. Oh God! Yeah, no. These some of these TikTokers go on to actually have like music careers 
that are based yeah. off like because they're pretty and then they're suddenly yeah. offered like a music like a label like you know like a mm. job or whatever because like they're pretty yeah pretty. like they get to go to some all these like, different not say, like none of them are some of them are mm-hmm. but like some, some of them are and they're just given jobs because they're pretty yeah yeah and they get like super great opportunities like going to exclusive events and stuff and getting like sponsorships from really big companies just because they're like, pretty that's, that's like influencers here that we have also in malaysia right like we also have people like that yeah here. and if you look at it's not, um, a bad thing. it's not a bad thing it's just it's something that we notice you know and if yeah. you look at celebrities yeah. like 70 80 percent of them are like perfect 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 face perfect body that you can True. think of and like you always yeah. it creates these like these these are people who are idolized by young people so it 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 does it creates their if their idols look mm-hmm. as perfect as they can then the then the young people they always it creates uh these standards that should not be there in life yeah, yeah. it's also because like, we have to remember that these celebrities they have the money and they have access to all these great resources that make them really pretty you know mm-hmm. like the yeah. average person won't be able to you know, have a cosmetic doctor or a dermatologist or like a nutritionist and like a, a personal coach to make them their best you know mm-hmm. yeah like, and that's yeah, something that can be done by yourself but usually majority of these celebrities have help on the side yeah exactly yeah so, so to answer the question definitely real Definitely. Yes. The next question is kind of good. In- Do you think that beauty pageants are a good influence on young women? Don't you think that it's trying to body shame and lie because not all beauty queens are good on the inside? Don't you think that they're talking more about how thin you are or putting the standards that to be beautiful, you have to look a certain way? This question is long. But to answer like the first part, beauty pageants, definitely not a good influence that is like that is pretty privileged before social media <laughs> yeah it's and it's like hey you're skinny the- you're pretty come let us give you an award for it <laughs> and it's worth because like the whole point of beauty pageant is to compare looks and that mm-hmm. such a harmful yeah. practice and it's like who are the judges to say that you are the prettiest of them all because beauty is so subjective like my taste will not conform to your taste you know yeah and it's so demeaning to like what get up on a stage for people to just objectify you and then yeah. you get rejected yeah. like what oh. you lose the objectifying contest it's like it's legit- insane it's honestly yeah. crazy yeah. and it's definitely trying to body shame like yeah definitely. That's literally the whole point. Like, if you don't look a certain way, you'll definitely get this. Like, also, there are also like um, beauty pageants for like kids, you know. Like, oh yes, yeah. from yeah. a very young age, which is just learning, definitely. Yeah, and most of these beauty, uh, the moms of these beauty. Oh yeah, pageant I think it's things, because they, they, they are super controlling. Moms, yeah, always toxic. They push their insecurities onto their children. Yeah. Yes, yes, and they're so controlling with like what they can do, what they can eat, what what they can wear, and like you know, it's it's, it's crazy. It really and is like it definitely leads to like future mental health issues for the kids. Mm-hmm. A V pageant, it's always like um, not kind of racist only, obviously, because like it's always the 
the blonde hair, blue eyes, mm, white skin. That's true. It's yeah. like it's yeah. this pattern of like this is what you're supposed to look like, and then like there's a huge cultures like Chinese people, Indian, and, and then like there's huge cultures, and then they're just not mm-hmm. included there. Yeah, you don't see that yeah. when when um when a young young let's say young Chinese person sees beauty pageants, like ninety percent of them are white. There's, yeah, they start thinking, oh, uh, I'm not there, like. I'm not yeah. like the I'm standard not. of having like a fair fair skin right is so ingrained in our heads from like what colonization whatever time period that yeah. was, yes <laughs> that is so ingrained in our head that it it's truly like an effort to get that out of your like grandma's head like they'll still that's oh. still in their head like if you're if you're fair you're prettier or if you're like fair you have your, you have more opportunities in the world like especially like yeah that's that's very that's crazy because that's that beauty that's... like pageant world yeah yeah i've talked to oh, my yeah. friends before and we were like imagine if we were born white and like it's not something <laughs> we should say but i was like if you we were white we'd be, like, i feel like no like for me accepted. for me when i was younger um i consumed a lot of western media i feel like a lot mm-hmm. of people did yeah um, that i wanted to be white so badly like i wanted because that was like the standard especially but here now, in malaysia there's a lot of like oof yes like but some people accepting i feel like Nowadays i think more- it's still there though like the being fair i mean i guess it is more accepting but in malaysia i don't see it that progressive something very interesting that i kind of noticed when i moved to malaysia was like no the standard that you have to be fair to be pretty is definitely like prevalent in Bangladesh right but when i moved to malaysia you can actually see the fact that oh that person is that's a white person and they have like more privileges that's kind yeah. of very obvious when it comes to malaysia not in a like yeah. there's just yeah there will be literally like billboards in malaysia like promoting a whitening product you know and, and it's so normalized. it's so normalized for malaysian girls to like inject like some white i don't know what it is but it's just some like drip thing that makes you whiter apparently they're all over the philippines and they're like filled with mercury and everything like they, they legit burn yeah. your skin dude yeah like fair and lovely is like it's like an i don't know if you guys know this it's like an indian white really mystery. it's i know what fair and lovely is but like and then yeah, and then and then for the white people on the other hand they're obsessed with oh, just want to get tired exactly it's like like why is like you know, it's it's cuz like here white yes cuz here if you are dark it's kind of like it connotes that you you're out in the sun and you do like labor work but then there wow. if you're out in the sun is like you're you take like vacations to like exotic country oh, yeah. you know it's like a it's weird but you know why what Okay, so I think that's kind of all the appropriate questions that we got because we got a lot of questions that were not relevant. But no, we can do like a speed round actors. of like small discussions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So one of the questions that we got was: Is beauty related to power? Not directly. It depends. It depends mm-hmm. on what type of power you're talking about. I think like definitely not like political. Power. Yeah. No. Have you seen? Power I think more beauty is related related to fame, and with fame comes power. That's my yes. Uh, I think that uh, was like really well way. said. It, it's not Andre. power. <laughs> well put, Andre. Yeah. You yeah. get the fame with the fame comes power. So yeah, like if you want to become a president, you don't really care about your looks. I mean, unless unless 
like I, I'm pretty sure Barack Obama had a hard time because he was black and like everyone was like yeah so unless that then your beauty does like your looks do matter but generally I don't think so yeah it's, like in terms of real actual power with which you can change the world I don't think so but like we said with the pretty privileged thing when you get a platform mm-hmm. like on social media or like through careers in like Hollywood say like music mm-hmm. modeling especially. yeah modeling. Modeling, oh, yeah. modeling you get a lot of platforms modeling and you built on your look mm-hmm. and you succeed based on your looks and that platform mm-hmm. gives you a lot of power so yeah. but to a certain extent yes. kind of power i don't think beauty is like 100% related to power yeah it, it definitely gives you a lot of, of influence it does yeah. give you it does give you some advantage mm-hmm. to an extent to an extent yeah like, Depends on how shallow the people around you are. Being attractive matters, the next question. Um, Okay, I think... That's it. That's it. No, but I I hate the person to be like, oh, no, like, it doesn't matter. You know, like, everybody should love you for the way you are. In our society, Mm. I feel like, not because I want to say it, but I just want to be real because it definitely does. Does, yeah. Yeah, it does matter? It does. It's not in a good way. Like I feel like it shouldn't matter. I feel like it shouldn't. Matter. Yeah, but it, it shouldn't, does. but it does. But oh, because it is, yeah, we're suddenly like we're like wired to think, oh yeah, no, this 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 matters. You need, mm. you need to be attracted. Yeah, you know? but so, it's also like it. You can see that like, question from different viewpoints. It's not necessarily like external like attractiveness because your personality mm-hmm. could be like definitely yeah something attractive as well. You know, so I feel like. Personality-wise, definitely being attractive matters. You know, you can't have no. You can't nice. be a. For me, like you know, like or like oh, personality overlooks, and I feel like that's definitely really true because you can be really like attractive, but like on so a personal cool. level, yeah, definitely not. But if you're looking at like in life, will it affect you? Like, will being attractive yeah. help you? Definitely, yes. Yeah, it will matter. Like, sad, which is like sad. It's kind like of the same as pretty privileged. It's the truth. It's the truth. It's the sad mm-hmm. truth, honestly. Yeah. yeah. But it does. Just being more attractive really helps you. Like, it gets you over some, like, uh, hurdles easier. Yeah, I feel like people will be more willing to talk to you if you're attractive. Yeah. Like I, yeah. I, when I, when I moved school, so not really, not, not really me, but I've heard from people when they moved school. The more the more attractive you are, the more willing people are to talk to you, socialize with you. That is true. Yeah, because like, you know the new hot kid gets more attention than just the new yeah, kid. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> We've like, not gotten a new hot kid in ages. So yeah, like, he, lo- he looks mm, normal. Uh, like, someone who looks normal but like might have a security like the best yeah. personality. It's like mm. n- not gonna not, at least not for a while. No one's gonna find out. That's the problem. Yeah, Look, it's true. To answer the question, being attractive shouldn't matter, but at the end of the day, it does a little bit. Maybe it won't define your entire self worth, but then again, it is the first thing that people see in you. So it, a little bit, it does matter. Yeah. The final question that we have today is: Do people spend too much time and money on beauty? Hundred percent. Definitely. My mom, right? She recently went shopping. Oh my god. Legit, she's spending like 600 on makeup 
And like, it's 600 seems like a lot. Dude, like, I mean, no, no, no. A lot of- oh, that's like normal for me. It was two items. It was two items, you know? makeup, like, If you yeah, want to get is normal though, makeup, unfortunately. It's, it shouldn't be. Like, it's one I know, it shouldn't be, exactly. One, one Guys, the point here is that, like, companies like this, like capitalism, it thrives off our insecurities. Like, the reason that makeup is so expensive is because people know that regardless, you want the good thing. Like, you, you want to look good yeah. and you want it to not affect your skin. So you're going to pay that much. So they can mm-hmm. afford to, like, put the price so high, you know? And 600 is sadly not like decent. More demand, more price. (laughs) Yeah, economics. Price inelastic. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah, I think makeup is actually price inelastic. Like, even if it goes high, people are still going to want it. Because sometimes you just get used to using those products. But yeah, that's why I think we're forced to spend a lot of money. And it's always these things that are like, treatment cream like mm. 24 hours magic go oh, away 24 hour magic yeah magic go away. like keywords to to get you to buy it when well, in reality it shouldn't take 24 hours to get rid of your whatever yeah. is on your face you know in order to not spend that much money on makeup and like beauty i think is do your research on the products you're using makeup or skincare do your research make sure you what you're using will actually be beneficial and you're not just throwing yeah. money at something that's just like a marketing tactic yeah because unfortunately that is a big thing in like the beauty and like skincare routine is false not really false advertising but a lot of it so is like maybe it it'll do 20 percent of the work that is promising yeah it's facing off like people's insecurities and they just say mm-hmm. it's gonna work yeah like definitely doesn't really and also with the advertisements, they're targeted at you with like these super beautiful people. That's why oh, yeah. Really, like it's pretty people and like, like they become associated with these products. So like if you want to look like this person, this exact product. Mm. Yeah. And yeah. then because of that, they're able to like, if there, if like a celebrity came out with a beauty product, that's the same as this one. This one could be like 20, uh, two times more expensive just for the name. Yeah, like yeah. the Kylie skincare thing. Kylie, you know? it's like the same thing. Like why? Yeah. You're literally just buying her brand, essentially. It's not exactly the quality slap, of they, the product. If like celebrities slap their name on anything, their followers, which is um, power, which is their power, you know? Yeah. Like, if they're able to slap their name on like any product, people are like, oh, because they seem to use it, you know, I'll buy it. But in reality, they, I'm they don't. Sure. Most of the times, they don't. Mm-hmm. That's kind of off topic. That doesn't like, apply it's... to Miss Rihanna. That's kind of off topic, off-topic, but like it's like, relevant. Like, like dude, the reason that you yeah. tend to spend a lot of money is because there's a lot of ways to manipulate that because it's an insecurity, you know? That's something that, like, mm. it's a deep rooted fear that you have. So it's easily exploited yeah. by companies. But yeah, we definitely spend too much time criticizing ourselves and therefore, like, spending so much money on it to try to fix ourselves, quote-unquote, fix, you know? But that's just because that's so, like, ingrained in our systems, like, in society. Like, the beauty standards that exist are so prominent, and, like, it affects everyone, you know? Like, you can't escape it. It'll get to you at some point. And if it hasn't, then if it didn't, then you're a very lucky person, and yeah. Yeah. 
There's some of these makeup things also that's supposed to cover things that like you're born with and like it's like kind of just gonna be there it's like part of you so shouldn't try to cover it up mm-hmm. like i think freckles also like freckles a lot of people spend a lot of money to cover freckles up when they're like part of like you're born with it so just yeah yeah and now like freckles have become a trend so again beauty standards change so often it's are not people even like worth painting it. freckles on their face like oh my god yeah so it's yeah. not even so worth it to cover your insecurities up because i feel like beauty standards always come to a full cycle where one day your insecurities will become the trend moral of the story is at the end of the day beauty standards are going to change they're ever changing you should not yeah. be giving in to them you should not you like it's it's up. easy to say it right obviously it's very different in practice but try to not let yourself get washed away in that wave of like different standards that come and go every six months try to be yourself as best as possible so this has been the first episode of overthink with us we hope you've enjoyed it and try to tune in to the next episode where we'll we'll be taking questions and trying to give some advice but then again we are (laughs) the disclaimer is that we're not professionals we're just kidding we're We're also going through some of these stuff yeah Yeah, we're also going through some of these stuff so take what we say with a grain of salt we're not professionals we're just sharing our opinions but yeah i we hope you've enjoyed listening to this episode and come back to us limited podcast (laughs) thank you for listening (laughs) Bye. bye bye Thank you for watching this week's episode. Be sure to check our Instagram page interact underscore TISKL for more information about our next episode release.